Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. She cheated on me, so I had a threesome with her former ex-boyfriend and the guy she cheated on me with. To clear up any confusion that might come up, you have to know that I am a bisexual man. I love sharing this story because I'm still proud of it. A few years ago, my ex-girlfriend cheated on me with another guy. She then had the audacity to tell me that if I was a grown-up, I could deal with it and that she hopes we can still be friends. But she lost any feelings for me and is fully in love with this new guy now. If she hadn't said that, I probably wouldn't have made this plan. But now I had to teach her a valuable lesson. I was in a depressed state for a long time and I couldn't bring myself to delete her number. And she thought I was friends with her now. She started to send me pictures of her and her new boyfriend with laughing emojis. She didn't even care about how much she'd hurt me. And then one day while I went through Tinder, I found someone who looked quite familiar. Her new boyfriend. Of course, I wasn't going to tell her that her new boyfriend is on Tinder. In fact, I matched with him, which was quite surprising because I thought he was straight and we started a conversation. He didn't know who I was. She never told him that she was in a relationship while she was flirting with him, but this was perfect. We had longer conversations and he told me more and more about him. Over the weeks, we learned more and more about each other and now I had a plan. I suggested that we could meet each other at a bar and he agreed. Keep in mind, he was still in a relationship with my ex-girlfriend at that time. When we met, we had a great time and one date became many dates. It took me a few months, but then I got him to the point where he developed feelings for me and I was his affair. What he didn't know was that I got in contact with my girlfriend's former ex-boyfriend as well. He broke up with her because he came out as gay. I was in contact with both guys. The ex-boyfriend and I got along very well. In fact, I made him a close friend of mine. Now, in my conversations with my new boyfriend, we talked about sexual desires and he told me that he always wanted to have a threesome, so I suggested one with the gay ex-boyfriend. I knew that he was his type because we kind of look alike and he had feelings for me. So, I asked the gay ex-boyfriend if he wanted to become the third one And to my surprise, he said yes. I'm honestly still surprised how all of that worked out without her noticing, but it did. And then the day came where I decided to go nuclear. The two guys came to my apartment. I led them to the bedroom and they started talking to each other. While they talked, I took a selfie from a safe distance, close enough that she could see their faces, but far enough that they wouldn't notice. Then the action started. Of course, I'm not going to go into any detail, but dang, I enjoyed it more than anything in the world. A few days after this, I told my ex-girlfriend's boyfriend that now that I'd granted him the wish of a threesome, I wanted something in return. I told him that I don't want to be an affair any longer, and I told him that he should either break up with her or I will break up with him. I knew it was hardcore manipulative, but I had a plan and I had the full control over him. 
He actually broke up with her and threw her out. I even got him to move out of his apartment to move in with me, meaning that she lost both her home and her boyfriend. But I wasn't done yet. Because after that, she texted me with crying emojis that her boyfriend dumped her and that she regrets leaving me. I then said, your boyfriend? Are you talking about this guy? And I sent her the selfie I took. She called and texted me several times, but I ignored her. My plan was almost successful. There were only three things left that I still had to do. The first was that I told her mother, who hates infidelity more than anything because her father cheated on her mother with another woman. You could say, like father, like daughter. Her mother was angry, but thanked me for telling her. From what I've heard, her mother cut ties with her, but I admit that I don't actually know if that happened. And I don't think it has happened. It would be funny if it was true, though. The second thing I did was dump him, because unfortunately for him, he was a cheater too, and I also hate infidelity. The last thing I did was go out with the gay ex-boyfriend. And after a few dates, we got together, and we're still a couple. In the end, I destroyed both her and the guy she cheated on me with, and I couldn't be more proud of myself uh okay wow i mean like what what have i just read you lot know that i like giving my comments at the end of stories but sometimes very rarely i am just left absolutely speechless by what i've just consumed what on earth was that like from start to finish that was mental um the twist the turns just everything uh a truly exceptional story i am flabbergasted even up until the last sentence there i wasn't expecting that the fact that you're now with her gay ex-boyfriend as a couple and you're still together now what what um amazing strange i don't know just overall astonishing really what a way to start off today's episodes now before we get into our next story i have a very special announcement for you after an insane amount of demand from you guys i'm delighted to say that i've released some limited edition not today karen merch picture this you're out and about in the streets and a wild karen appears and starts confronting you what do you do well normally you have to talk to a witch like this however get one of these t-shirts or hoodies on and all you have to do is simply point to it laugh and walk away how easy is that the link is down in the description if you like what you see go ahead check the stuff out i think they'd make a great christmas present or even just a little gift for yourself as always it's official stuff from the very best supplier so the quality is unmatched and it's one of the best ways to support me and the channel with that being said let's carry on pedo gets entire life ruined i've gotten permission from my older sister to write this story i'm not the one doing the revenge here rather my father uncles and a few gang members my parents came to the united states in 1987 coming from from Zacatecas, Mexico. A few of my aunts and uncles were living here in South Central LA before my parents came. I have in total five siblings, two sisters and three brothers. I am the youngest, now 18 years old. My sister is three years older than me, so 21. She was 13 years old at the time of this story. My uncles were gang affiliated and my eldest uncle, who is now 62, was an amazing tattoo artist. This is relevant. My dad wasn't a gang member, but was well known in our city for participating in gang activity, but he never really jumped in. One of my uncles threw a party for his daughter's birthday. Practically anyone who wanted into the party was allowed to join. I know, stupid mistake by them. Myself, my brothers and mother weren't at my party as it was also my mother's sister's birthday and we enjoyed being around her more. But my sisters went with my dad as they were close to my uncle's daughter. My sister was left alone sleeping in my cousin's room since our parties always ended up going until the next morning. The door to my cousin's room didn't have a lock. As my sister was sleeping, she felt someone touching her. As she woke up, she realized it was a boyfriend of one of our older cousins, 17. The boyfriend was 19 at the time. 
Nothing was known beyond that until a month later when my sister finally told my mum. That's so brave of her since she was only 13. Many people at that age keep quiet for years. By then, everyone on my dad's part of the family became aware of this, including my older cousin, the one with the pedo boyfriend. She was heartbroken but agreed on something with her dad. She set up her boyfriend into meeting up with her at a local park. My dad, along with my uncles and a few members, waited at the park at around 9pm. Very lonely, barely lit, a quiet park. A friend of my uncle, known as Santi, rest in peace, had a small RV in which they waited. That POS arrived at the park. That is when my dad and the rest ran up to him and started beating the heck out of him until they dragged him into the RV. Once inside, they still continued to beat the heck out of him until they arrived at my uncle's place the one who did tattoos. Once they arrived, they took him inside when my uncle was ready with all of his equipment and gave him some new artwork all over his face, neck, head, and hands. All over, he had writing indicating that he was a pedo, including an extremely big tattoo across his forehead all the way to the right side of his head. They waited until he woke back up at around 2 a.m. They dumped him in front of his father's house, not to be discovered by neighbors until the sun came out. My father left a heavy, well-written note on the door of the POS dad's house. This led to his dad giving him his own set of beatings and finally kicking him out. Surprisingly, one of his friends let him stay with him for a while until a month after the incident, him and two of his friends were found guilty of a murder charge. Apparently, the murder happened around three months before this whole incident. The pedo was charged with a second degree murder along with a few other charges. He was sent up to Chino Penitentiary. Two months in the pen, he was R-worded, beat, and finally killed by some African Americans getting shanked three times in his chest by a screwdriver. We're not sure if this happened due to his tattoos indicating he was a child pred or if it was mostly a race thing. Regardless, if any of this didn't happen, he would have still been taken to the pen due to his conviction. So my uncles and father have no guilt for this. My older cousin understandably mourned his death for a while as it was so unexpected for him to turn out to be such a POS to this world. They were together for three years prior to this incident. As for my sister, she is doing well for herself currently attending cal state long beach well that is good news at least the fact that your sister is now in a better place i mean the fact that she said this in the first place at just 13 years old as you said op the vast majority of people in this situation probably to be expected don't say anything they're so scared to even mention it to anybody and they live with it for a long long time maybe forever before ever saying anything but the fact that she said that after just a month is incredibly brave i mean unbelievable as for this dude the child pred What do we reckon, guys? Get in the comments. Is it fair that he had the tattoos put on him, that he went to prison and was killed, murdered? Is that justice? Some would say it is. Some would say it's a bit too far. Let me know. What do you think? For me, I'm not going to lie. I think it's just about all right. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Right. They screwed me out of my pay. I screwed them out of their company. Many years ago, I got a job with a marketing company during phone deregulation. It was the Wild West, and a lot of small long-distance companies sprang up, all trying to get a piece of the pie. Eventually, they all got bought up by the bigger fish. But at the time, they were all paying hired gun marketing firms very well to score contracts for them to lock people in. 
I got a job with one of those marketing firms, a new age capitalism company that insisted we all do yoga and breathing exercises while they rang a little bell and gave us affirmations about how many contracts we were all going to sell and how much money we'd all make. The job was 100% commission, but I was always good at sales, so I looked at the pay scale and noticed that it was exponential, presumably to entice people to work hard with impossible payouts. We were allowed to work as many or as few hours as we wanted, with the payout based on your weekly sales numbers. I decided I'd give it a shot for one week to see how much I could realistically make before deciding whether I was willing to put up with the tasteless vegan snacks and mandatory voluntary yoga regime. For the next week, I pushed myself as hard as I could, For seven straight days, I worked 14 plus hour days every single day and used every trick and technique I'd learned doing sales to score as many contracts as I possibly could. I figured that this would tell me my maximum possible income and could decide on that basis whether to stay. At the end of the week, I'd blown everyone else out of the water. In fact, I'd not just gotten more contracts than anyone there had ever seen in a week. I'd gotten more than any of them had seen in a month. Because of the exponential scale, I realized that I was making absolutely ridiculous amounts of money, over $10,000 per week. They had never expected anyone to actually hit those kind of numbers. Coming in the next week, expecting a huge payday, I ended up with about 5% of what I expected. They told me there were problems with a lot of my contracts and that I would be allowed to fix them and submit them a few at a time over the next several weeks. These problems were things like an apostrophe wasn't quite clear or the dash in someone's phone number was slightly crooked. They were going to screw me. That night, I got a phone call from the company's office manager, Frank, who wanted to meet up for a drink. Curious, I agreed. Over beers, Frank told me that the owners of the company were in a panic because I would have bankrupted them. He said they spread out all my contracts on the floor of the office, then they crawled over them, inspecting each one, trying to figure out if I was committing some kind of fraud. When they comprehended that all my contracts were legit, they decided they had no choice but to screw me over. Frank told me he realized at that point that if they would screw me, they'd screw him too. And besides, he was tired of doing yoga. He asked me if I would be interested in going into business with him and going head to head with his bosses. I thought it sounded intriguing, but I asked him how he thought we could compete. Frank explained that he'd found out they didn't actually have the contract for our city. They were acting as independent contractors for another company who had the contract to market the service in an entirely different city. They were poaching here because the person who did have the contract here wasn't actively using it. We put together a pitch and approached the guy with the real contract, Joe, and told him about the people poaching his turf we agreed that we'd split with him we'd take the upfront money for each contract and he'd get the back end money down the road it was a good deal for everyone so joe contacted the phone company and had them threaten the poachers with a big lawsuit if they didn't stop a week later frank and i strolled into the offices of our old employer most of the furniture and all the yoga mats were gone and there was just a table a couple of filing cabinets and a file box with the final pay envelopes for everyone i made a show of counting my money to make sure it was all there and the two owners husband and wife told Frank and I bitterly that they'd have to take cash advances on their credit cards for this money and asked me if I felt guilty for destroying their lives. I smiled and said, nope, and left. Our marketing company made us a lot of money over the year until the company got bought up by Sprint and the gravy train ended. Well, my friend, if you were bought out by Sprint, it it seems quite unlikely that the gravy train ended. That's ridiculous. I mean, to do that in a year, very, very impressive. Fair play to you. You know what's funny is that people that do illegal things like these two owners who genuinely have frauded you out of what? 95% of the money that you rightfully made that you were contractually obliged to then say when you do something legal to get revenge on them, do you feel guilty? No, obviously not. You were the one that broke the law. I stuck by the law and ruined you. Your fault. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you've enjoyed it. 
again, as I mentioned earlier, new merch is now available just in time for Christmas. It's limited supply, I will say that. So you need to be quick. If you do order now or in the next few weeks, you'll be absolutely fine for Christmas time. Wherever you live, it ships internationally. It's on screen right now. Link below. You'll love it. Not today, Karen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.